on Before the Bestseller, we talk with our favorite authors about the books they wrote and the stories behind how those books made it big. I'm your host, Alex Straffy, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have Steve Sarner back on. Last time, he told us all about the integration between Amazon and Goodreads. And this time, we're actually going to talk all about the Goodreads platform itself and how authors can use it most effectively to promote their books. It's only a growing platform and it's marketing. It's becoming more and more of a marketing need uh, necessary as part of your book marketing. And so I wanted to bring on an expert who could walk us through the specifics of what you should be doing especially as a nonfiction author, how to take advantage of it, and more. So welcome back, Steve Sarner. Steve, back fresh back from the beach. For those of you who listened uh, to the last episode, appreciate you coming back on to actually talk about how authors can utilize Goodreads within their book marketing. Thanks, Alex. It's great to be back. Thanks so much. How's the pen look? <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. Work on it. Yours might be better than mine. So. Uh, all right. So for those authors who might have missed, you know, the last conversation, right. give us a quick overview on Goodreads and how it applies to authors. Right. So Goodreads is the world's largest book community of readers, uh, 150 million registered members, um, growing um, millions and millions of reviews uh, each each month. Uh, tens of millions of books added to uh, readers want to read shelves. People use Goodreads to discover the next read uh, and to track their reading and to share it with their friends, follow their authors. And it's really an important platform for any author to participate on. Um, uh, and and it has a lot of benefits, which I'm looking forward to kind of diving into with you. Absolutely. So where should an author begin? Um, I know we talked a little bit earlier about the difference between fiction, nonfiction. I think a majority of the people who are listening are more mm-hmm. nonfiction authors. Maybe keep that in mind. Sure. Uh, so where should people begin with their presence on Goodreads? Right. So the first place an author and any author, regardless of your genre, um, should begin as you should claim your Goodreads author page. It's <clears throat> really simple to do. Um, you can search on Google, claim author page, or go to uh, to uh, our author section on Goodreads. Uh, it's a very simple process. Uh, they'll just you know tell us what your book is. We'll verify that that is your book. So the book is automatically going to get put up on Goodreads. Yeah, Amazon, yeah. The book is yeah. We take Amazon's catalog, oh, so okay. if it's on Amazon, it's on Goodreads. Yeah. So setting up that author yeah. page is the first step. Right. So first step one is become a verified uh, Goodreads author. Um, okay. And um, we uh, at that point, then that opens up a, a lot of opportunities for you to start engaging with the audience. And one of the next things you want to do uh, to become a Goodreads author, you have to be a Goodreads member. And what I really encourage everybody to do is explore the platform and, you know, and, and use it, you know, track your reading, uh, look for other books. And uh, for nonfiction, for any author, one of the great ways to really start building your community there is, you know, reach out and, and do some reviews. And uh, if there's authors you admire that have inspired you, follow them and ask them a question in their uh, author uh, Q&A. Um, review their book and, you know, tweet about it and, you know, link to your review and start making kind of relationships with it's a great way to make relationships with other authors. And that brings in more readers and they discover you as well. And this is all completely free. Um, the other thing is, um, I'm sure a lot of nonfiction authors are probably busy on LinkedIn, I would imagine, maybe some on Twitter and Facebook. Whatever you're doing socially on whatever platform you're using, take an extra 10 minutes and repurpose that, that content on the Goodreads as well. Uh, you have a blog that you use you can on your author page. You can, you can repurpose that blog on your Goodreads author page too. It's another distribution point. Is it going to be as big and as popular as LinkedIn for a nonfiction author? Probably not. 
but it's simple, it's free, and it just extends your reach. Uh, and I know a number of authors who, you know, anytime they do a blog post or an email newsletter, they'll they'll put it in that content as well. Or they do a video or a podcast, they they will place that on. We have you know YouTube embeds and things, and you can flesh out your your whole author page with, with those sort of things. To take a step step back here, and yeah. I think this is maybe somewhere I, I should have even started with is what percentage would you say are you know, predominantly fiction readers versus nonfiction readers on Goodreads. Yeah, so there's no doubt that um, we're more well known for for fiction overall, but I can assure you that it's it's half and half in terms of how much traffic is going to those genres. Uh, there may be more reviews and engagement with fiction uh, with passionate fans around certain genres and things of that nature, but um, but you know. For every 100 fiction reviews, there's going to be at least 25 to 50 nonfiction reviews too uh, from that type of uh, uh, and then and then some nonfiction books that are super popular. You know, some of the titles are up on your wall right here. Those explode just like any any fiction book might as well. So, if a nonfiction author hops on, creates their author profile, mm-hmm. and starts you know curating their own content, per- repurposing other platforms, right, and then also engaging with other members who I'm assuming, you know, I guess, how do they find those members? And then does that, does that really start driving book sales or what's the purpose of all this engagement and building up, becoming a member of Goodreads, I guess? Sure. So um, it first it, it's, it's, it's a bit of a commitment, long-term commitment. You're not going to put your author page and like, Oh my gosh, look how many books I sold today. Yeah. And we're not an e-commerce price site. Right. We're, we're truly a brand building awareness building site uh, type of type of thing that will help supplement and complement sales down the line uh and 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 so it's it's building that community and participating in the community especially if you have a genre and and as you participate in the community other people will discover you and you know and if you're doing um a q a or something like that they share that it's just another mechanism uh to help you bring more readers help more people discover you your brand and your book and it all builds like a long-term backlist type of campaign might do as well Okay. And it adds up over time. Sure. So as you have, like, could you get, I guess, walk us through maybe an example of, of a nonfiction author who used Goodreads and was able to build a following through through that membership? Yeah. So um, uh, a friend of mine, um, Drew Nessler, who uh, runs an ad agency, a B2B ad agency called Renegade Marketing in New York. Um, he actually uh, very, did a podcast like this where he would interview chief marketing officers for lots of different companies um, and talk about different B2B marketing problems. And then he realized he had all these podcasts built up and he said, you know, I, I could take these interviews and build them into snippets into a, a book. And he did the uh, CMO periodic table and uh, just, you know, one quick story after story of different elements of marketing and all together in a book. And, you know, it's a brilliant idea of content he already did. And, you know, he's, he's a B2B marketing expert. You know, he, you know, built out his LinkedIn page, he had his podcast, and he has his Goodreads page and his and every piece of content he does on his other social platforms, he also will integrate into Goodreads as well. And you know, and, and I can't tell you how many books he sold from that Goodreads community, but I can certainly tell you that it's helped both him sell books overall as well as help build his brand overall, which is you know his ultimate goal in his agency. So it's it's really the repurposing of the content on that platform yeah. for the viewers on Goodreads right. that has has worked well for them. Exactly. One of the other things that I hear mentioned a lot, um, and and it's funny because I know 
a whole, I mean, this is, I live and breathe book marketing and I'll have some authors mention, oh, I did a, a Goodreads uh, giveaway, yeah. I think is what they call it. I have no idea what that is, Steve. Could you please uh, teach me what that is and for anyone that's listening, how that could be useful for them? Absolutely. So I'm, Goodreads giveaway is one of my absolute favorite products for a number of reasons. One, um, it it works. Two, it's affordable. And, and three is, I think, the fastest way that you can build some immediate buzz for your book um, out there. there there's uh, plenty of other products. This is definitely one of the ones you should take a, a strong look at. So we run a thousand plus giveaways of books a month. It's one of the most popular features on, on the site. Millions of people come to enter these giveaways every single month and they can look at their favorite genres. They can browse through genres and they can look through the listings and giveaways get hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of entrants. Um, and not just big, you know, big name authors. Yes, they're going to get a ton of entrants. But even, I'll tell you my own experience with my good rate. I didn't, I, I wrote my book. I'm I'm a nobody author. I, I bought my giveaway and I got 750 entrants for my giveaway. Now, what's cool about these entrants is everybody that enters, that book automatically goes on their want to read shelf on Goodreads. So when they look in, at their want to read shelf, my book always appears as one of their books to read as well. They'd have to physically remove it, but it's another just reminder. And it's an impression all the time that, hey, there's one of the books that I was interested in reading. And so it's it's a great way to build some initial interest and buzz. And also whenever, um, like when I enter a giveaway and I have some 500 plus friends on give, on Goodreads, in their newsfeed, they'll see that I entered the giveaway. So there's another impression for your book, for another potential reader of your book, the fact that I've entered a giveaway. Um, so it, it has this viral social application uh, effect that really helps overall. Gotcha. And as of today, the price point is very accessible, $119 hmm. to list a giveaway. All self-serve, put in a credit card, and away you go. Um, you can list your giveaway uh, with three days notice, and you can run it up to a month, and you can give away up to 100 copies. And you can give away a print copy, which you then get the winner's names and you ship them the books or winners, uh, winners of the giveaway. Oh, so it's uh, it's, it's a people, you don't, you don't automatically um, get the book. No, it's a sweepstakes. No. So you can give away one or you yeah. can give away up to 100 books. Okay. And then you, all of those entrants, we randomly select. Oh, so about the authors applying for it. It's like, it's, you're not, you might not automatically be in the giveaway. It's No, it's, no, you're in the giveaway. I mean, what I'm saying is that the you give away books. So you want to give away one book or you want to give up 100 copies, but you'll get you get a thousand entrants and we'll send you the list of people who won. We randomly select the winners. Interesting. Yeah. So do you pay based on the amount of people it goes out to or it's fixed, fixed price, 119. Okay. And it just goes out to everyone of well, it goes the book is then listed as a giveaway. Okay. And people enter. Okay. And and then all those entrants at the end of the giveaway. Say thousand people enter. We pick the ten random winners to, for your book, okay. and we'll send you those winners' names and shipping address. Or if you do it on Kindle, we'll automatically ship. We'll automatically send the book on Kindle. No cost to you. Doesn't cost you any money uh, on Kindle, and it's automatically shipped. There's no shipping hassle or anything like that. Yeah. So you can do Kindle or print. It's amazing that you actually give away uh, readers' data because that is not something that Amazon likes to do. <laughs> we give away the winners, the winners' name and address. Name and address. And they are so you send it physically. You send it physical print, okay. not not Kindle. Um, yeah. That's automatically, so yeah, you don't have the winners there. But they they acknowledge the fact that to win the book, we have to 
know where to ship it yeah, sure. and we know who to ship it to. Yeah. I, I so, so they're 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 consenting to that for sure. I, I love that just it's like a physical, you know, copy that you can actually get out. Um how, who decides how many win- winners there's going to be? I think that was my confusion. The 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 author does. Oh, okay. One book to hundred. So uh, okay. it can be 10, it can be 25. Why would one do why would an author do one book as opposed to hundred books? Um so some authors are really wanting to get a lot of books out in people's hands so they have more chances for reviews and ratings. So they'll give away the hundred maximum. Others might just, you know, want to, uh, you know, not take that cost or something like that. And they might just have one, two or three books. Gotcha. Um, if you're giving away more books, better chances to win, probably get more entrance. Uh, print books get more interest than Kindle books, but they both do really well. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I've heard authors, and thank you for clarifying yeah. that for me, by the way. Uh, one of the uh, reasons why I've heard authors actually sign up for this is because of it. Gener- it seems to be pretty good at generating reviews. Yes. Um, is that true? And uh, how can authors maximize the reviews that they get from uh, a good reads giveaway? It's a great question. Um, I don't want to oversell the expectations of reviews. Sure. Yes, we we definitely definitely encourage reviews. You definitely should get a review or two or you know or maybe hopefully more, but they are not guaranteed. Um, but they do get reviews, um, and uh, we we uh, encourage you if you're doing a print book, you can you say please review the book uh, and, and encourage the winners to do so. We send a reminder email out to anybody who's won a book, whether it's Kindle or print about a month after the giveaways ended uh, and congratulations, please write a review, encouraging people to write a review. So, and we're thinking of other mechanisms to try to, because we know that's important and we'd like to improve that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not something like, you know, you give away a hundred books, you're not going to get a hundred reviews. Right. Uh, so yeah. you know, don't, don't want to set that expectation, yeah. but you have a chance of getting more reviews there. And I should talk about the premium price product as please. well. So the standards 119. We also have the premium um, giveaway, which runs $599, so it's $600. That's a pretty big price jump, uh, but there's two major benefits there. One is we prominently display this book as a giveaway uh, in the genre, so you have more exposure, more opportunity for entrance, as well as just impressions on the giveaway pages. But two, what I think is the most exciting part of this is we will then allow you to do a a custom message to the people who did not win uh, and, and letting them know like the book is on sale or, or along those lines. So let's say you have a thousand entrants, you, you have 10 winners, you send them the 10 books, then we would then email 990 entrants with your custom message saying, sorry, you didn't win, but the book is now on sale and mm-hmm. hope you pick it up or something like that. So that's like a, that's a direct email product that for a minimum would cost you $1,500 from an advertising standpoint to buy yeah. from us Yeah, I, I, that, that comes in. So that's great. it's a great yeah. added value as, aspect. And especially, you know, for comparison, getting, uh, even if you're getting two reviews out of a hundred, mm-hmm. the average review rate that I've seen on Amazon is 1%. Like yeah. one out of every hundred readers will organically leave a review. So right. even if you know, you can get, you know, get out 25 books and five reviews come in from that. That's huge. That would be huge. And that would be on the high side. But oh, okay. it's a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate the transparency <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on that. Um, you've seen it all when it comes to authors, the book marketing. You know, aside from Goodreads itself, what are some of the best launches and marketing tactics that you've seen from nonfiction authors? Um, well, 
media is always such a big driver. If there's an angle that you can, you know, work on the media side uh, in one way or another, there's there's no doubt that that works. And then your own following and your own list, which is advice that you'll you'll see anywhere. Any media in particular that you're you're thinking of when you say that? Um, it could be local media, which is uh, you know any article or something just to, to to get the word out, and then you can use that and repurpose that type of media. Um, but if you're an expert, some type of trade media or something like that, and you know, and having a book. You know, adds that cred and you know gives gives the opportunity to you know do a review or something like that. Um, you know, and and again, it's easier on the local community side. Uh, there's also you know the Goodreads giveaway. I think is really critical for launch. And one of the good things on the giveaways you can, what we recommend is you you do book giveaways with arcs. You can even do spiral bound manuscripts if you want well in advance of your book. Oh, and this is the most important part of a giveaway for a new release that uh, really is critical aspect and one of the greatest value points on this is we'll see major publishers and authors will do multiple giveaways each month every month leading up like six to nine months in advance of their book being published to build all these want to reads and then the other aspect on the new release is the day your book goes on sale you get a free automatic on-sale notification email sent to everybody who has that, who's entered that giveaway, has that on their want to read shelf. And that's part of the premium? That's, no, that's in the standard that's as well. Standard yeah, you do that as well. Yeah. So that's a key feature that I kind of missed earlier. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just funny because I don't know how this has escaped me for so long. Right. Um, it has Goodreads, you know, has your offerings and your products really just built up recently or has this kind of been a long running thing? Uh, giveaways, uh, we launched in 2018 and they've progressively gotten more and more popular and uh, and um, they do they do really well with us. It's a super popular line of business for us. Um, and you know, it's something we want to continue to enhance again, looking at those mechanisms, try and encourage more reviews as well yeah. and more places for, to enter. Uh, we want to make it easier for it to enter on your phone, for instance, is one of the things we have on our product roadmap as well. So, you know, more entries mean more entries mean more on sale notification emails for those that are using the giveaway product for a new release. So it's focusing not just on the, you know, supply of, uh, supply of, uh, you know, giveaways, but also the demand for them as well, making mm-hmm. sure. Cause I know that's one of the issues with, you know, a lot of different platforms, you know, and, and it's kind of like, you know, when you find an email list that you can sign up for to get your stuff sent out to, uh, that works. It's like within a year, it no longer works because it's just like a bunch of people sign up for it, yeah. and uh, the readers are inundated, and it no longer is really that useful. We have a thing that we actually just recently introduced about a year ago, and it's it's really working well for giveaways too. Where we've um we do what's called a personalized giveaway recommendation, and we will look at uh, our readers um, and pick out their favorite genres and look at books that are being given away. And send them an email that basically says, like, you know, we know you like this genre. You know, here's five books that we think uh, that are being given away right now. You might want to consider entering. Yeah. Um, we send out um, millions of those each month, which is another way to get giveaways promoted, all personalized to the individual yeah. uh, on, on on potential giveaway recommendations. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Any other ways that authors can utilize Goodreads to uh, market their books? Or yeah. Yeah, so there's there's two things I highly recommend is you get your author profile set up, you've got your giveaway, you're you're, you're uh, repurposing your social content. Do a, a, a Goodreads um, author Q and A, and you know um, it's you have full control over it. You how long you want to um, run it, you know you see the questions first, so you pick the questions you want, and you know everything is completely private to you. 
And then you can do the answer that you want. And then you can publish that question and to help you engage with readers and, you know, tell you more about your books and things like that. Really great, um, fun thing to do, um, you know, promote it on your other social platforms too. you know, bring people to your author page so they can see more of your content as well. Highly recommend that. Second thing that I think is really cool and uh, a lot of authors really enjoy doing is annotating and uh, their own books with on Kindle with Kindle notes and highlights and go through on, on Kindle notes and highlights and, you know, pick up maybe some of your favorite passages or, or sections that are really important and add some additional annotations to them and then publish those. And, you know, can then point people to those as well as another, another kind of like a blurb, you're writing your own blurb for yourself type of thing yeah. for, for a book using Kindle. It's like behind the scenes. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Exactly. So those, those are two really cool tips and tricks that, uh, that that's a lot of fun. Yeah, this has been enlightening for me and I'm excited to dive into it. I know for a lot of you know the authors that we work with, this is going to be something that I'm definitely going to start looking at uh, for them to market their books and, and give them recommendations and how they can really utilize uh, Goodreads uh, as well. So um, anything else you want to you mention to our authors about the future of Goodreads or, or Amazon or anything like that? Uh, we're just really excited about the future. Um, you know, we've, um, we continue to, to build new, new features and things. There's one other product that's on the expensive side, but I, I want to mention it just so you're aware of it. That's uh, kind of fairly um, um, differentiated with us. Um, and that's our author recommended email. So if you, a lot of your um, clients and a lot of authors out there uh, may be friends with a very well-established author, uh, and they can leverage that um, friendship uh, and that uh, that joint author support uh, if the author is willing to recommend to their readers and their following your book. Oh wow! Um, and we will send an email out uh, on behalf of that. Uh, on behalf of that author. The author can write it. And it can be customized and, you know, and we do this for, you know, um, many top authors who, you know, have a debut author that they really enjoy their work and they're happy to pitch in and, uh, and support it. Yeah. We do have an ad product that, um, that is, you can purchase that, that list. And if you, if you have that contact with somebody who has a big following, yeah. uh, that's a very, very powerful marketing tool. Do a lot of, uh, yeah, across building up cross readership is, uh, is right. everything, uh, you know, especially Amazon, whether it's in the frequently bolt together section or, or anything right. like that. Um, and so obviously you need that big name authors mm -hmm. buy in in order to, to absolutely, this product. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But it's one to keep in mind too, if, if you, for those who out there that have those, those contacts and, and have that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steve, again, uh, hit it out of the park with the second episode, just Great. giving us so much information about how to use Goodreads, even for myself. I know there's going to be a lot of this going into our, our weekly newsletter. So I really appreciate okay. you spending the time to explain Goodreads to someone who should already know what Goodreads is, uh, but doesn't. So I really appreciate it. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Alex, and uh, really love what you're doing. And, uh, you know, anything we can do to help promote read reading literacy and, and help authors get discovered, I'm all about it. Awesome. So, and I guess one last question is for people who do maybe want to connect with you. Is there a way that they can connect with you? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Goodreads at Steve Sarner. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Sarner, on Instagram at Steve Sarner, on Facebook at Steve Sarner. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much everywhere at Steve Sarner. Awesome. <laughs> so I know that that's, you know, like having, it's kind of this mystery box in here. A lot of these echo chambers or, right. you know, forums where it's like a bunch of people talking about things they don't like it's just like oh well i think this is what it's going to look like or i think this is the future but it's like to actually hear from someone who works for goodreads uh and knows about this stuff is just very enlightening so thank you for, oh. for cutting out some of the uh um you know the gossip that goes around and, and clearing some stuff up so i appreciate it my pleasure it was great to be on thanks alex
Thank you for listening. I know there's many other things you could have been doing during this time, and I hope you found this episode incredibly useful for you and your journey. And if you did, or if you have any feedback, I would love to hear that in a review on Apple. That would be fantastic or anywhere else that you are listening to this show. So thank you. And if you're the type of listener that is also an author or looking to be an author soon, feel free to email me at alex at advancedamazonads.com. That's alex at advancedamazonads.com. And I'll add you to our weekly newsletter where I send out all of the best marketing tips I've ever heard from authors that I've had on this show and many of the authors that we work with. So I look forward to hearing from you if that's something you'd find useful. And either way, I look forward to having you back for our next episode.